Welcome back to This Takes the Cake. I want to say Happy New Year to all of you guys. Um, We're excited about this episode. We have Ashley Huff from Nashville, Tennessee, and um, we're excited to talk about Ashley. Um, So I know we were just talking before we got started. Tell everybody how we met. So we met in April of 2021. It was a crazy, busy wedding season. Right. (laughs) And... Um, I think it led to like, hey, we need some extra hands this weekend. And I was like, sure, why not? And then, you know, kind of led to us, I think, meeting at your beach house. Yeah, (laughs) that's where I remember meeting you. So go back to that as well. So explain to them how you knew my family. Yes. So I knew Sarah's family from through my uncle that worked in NASCAR, which as you all probably know, Sarah's family's (laughs) all in NASCAR as well. (laughs) And it led to... um, Sarah's sister-in-law and was like, oh my gosh, do you know Sarah was studying your brain? I was like, I know of Sarah, trust me, I know of Sarah. <laughs> and um, previously before that, I had tried about getting an internship, but all of the internships at the time in 2019 were, you know, taken over or, you know, already booked, we're, whatever. We're filled, yes. And, and yes, and so. I do remember looking back at that, I was like, <laughs> and, then it, and then it rang a bell when I saw the email. Yes, and I always remember, like, when I would come to the beach with my family is, seeing the Hummer, the s Hummer. I love it. Yeah, that's how long the ago Hummer I remember. rest in peace now. <laughs> yes. Long gone. Yeah, so, and then, um, I, like I said, I knew of s but I didn't know that connection until, you know, Meredith mentioned it, and it was like, oh my gosh. Isn't that that's, crazy? That's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Just small world type stuff. And then small world. Um, Meredith introduced me to Sarah, and Sarah was like, I have a crazy busy weekend at this coming up, and I was like, Sure, I'll, I don't really have much going on. I was like, you know, I had a um, degree in event planning and tourism before, so it kind of was aligned with what, but not necessarily weddings. So it's right. kind of fell right into the wedding world, and that's where it all started. Right, and I was like, here's a dress, here's a crossbody bag, yep. here's your clipboard, here's your paperwork. Here's the yep. I'll see you on Saturday. <laughs> Literally. Was the first the first wedding you worked with me? Yes. Okay. Yep. It where was, was that one? Um in Polly's um was it outside yes outside it was okay. a huge beautiful tent wedding okay. that's why I was like oh tents can actually be pretty I love it I <laughs> yeah. love it right that's awesome yeah cool well we're excited we're going to be talking about preferred vendor list um, I think this is a big thing a lot of people always ask about clients couples um, and also new venues that come into town or new vendors are like, who do you like? Who do you trust? Who do you go, you know, who, you know, who, who do we go to? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll just ask you, like, as a planner, like, why do we have these? <laughs> I, I think the biggest reason for, you know, me being in Nashville is establishing all of those relationships from what felt like the beginning, you know, and creating, and we had those ven- vendor meetings or venue meetings or, you know, through multiple different vendors, but, you know, you can create that and talk about how much we put trust into the vendors and the venues that we, you know, enjoy working with, and then that leads to creating that, you know, list that we have and tend to refer to, and just something as simple as a DJ that might be more, you know, traditional versus a DJ that's, you know, kind of more upbeat club, you know, it's more, it's what the client might actually, you know, be leaning towards, and then you know who to reach out to and see who they're available. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, having that vendor list, you know, is definitely our go-to. Those are the people that we would hire for our own wedding, own event. We know who's going to trust, know who's going to show up and do a good job, you know, and don't have to worry, you know, about those things. Um, you know, 
obviously you can get on Google and, right. and look at the top vendors, but that doesn't always mean right. they're right. the best. Right. So they may be paying for that Google ad or yes, something, right. you know. Yeah. Um, all right. So what is the difference between preferred and approved vendor? Because I know there's a lot of venues that you can only use their approved. Yes. And I've ran into that um, a little bit in Nashville with some of the really big, you know, venues and it, it, their approved vendor list, you know, you show they've done like X amount of number of weddings there. Or they have, you know, X amount, you know, of whatever it might be, whether it's insurance or, you know, vendors that they work with a lot. And they want those specific people there for the reason of, you know, they know what size tent goes on this lawn. They know or, where the sprinklers are. Right. Yes. You know. It's more that more established and growth that, you know, you don't have to start necessarily from the beginning like a new venue would be. And that's, I think, like compared to, like our preferred vendor list would be something sim- similar to we're preferred there, but that doesn't mean that we work there exclusively. I guess exactly. It, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. Because there's a lot of venues here, you know, you have to use their approved vendors. Yes. Um, you know, and, and sometimes that gets a little tricky, like photographer, you know, things like that. They can fly from out. They don't have to, like, right. live here to be, a right. you know, on the vendor list. And so. I think we've I've ran into that a lot, too, is certain venues have, you know, specific people that they only really want you to use and it almost puts you know the client in a bind where they're like no I've known this person you know I've followed them for whatever the case may be yeah and then we can go through those steps and we've done that already a couple times just to get get into those yeah Yeah. and just go through that process and I always say you know as long as they're licensed insured Mm -hmm. you know all of those things um you know they should be able to to come to any venue Mm -hmm. but I know like here there's some venues they have exclusivity for, like, the rentals and the caterer just because of the logistics right, side. Right, um, But you really only have two options, mm-hmm. you know, with that. So sometimes you're a little limited if it is um, an Indian wedding or a Jewish wedding. Right, you know, right. with the caterers and stuff, it gets a little tricky. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So how would you say as a planner, obviously, let's just say they were a month of, mm-hmm. but we give them our exclusive vendor list and things like that. Um what do you think is the most helpful with them having that vendor list? I think it's just working with a couple different previous clients like here recently, it almost in a way narrows down the thousands of choices that they could find, you know, by searching on Google. Of and, course, yeah. You know, it's and been days. Yes. And, you know, get, get down that rabbit hole, as they say, of like, you know, I want this specific thing. And they can come to us and say specifically like, hey, you know, I want like what I was saying about the DJ, you know, I want the DJ that's going to be fun, get people off get people on the dance floor, out of their seats type thing. And we know who to go to for those kind of people. But also if it's more, you know, we want just a laid back kind of like just ceremony music, you know, just have fun, mingle type thing. We know who to reach out to and, you know, create that, you know, connection for them. And then, you know, narrow down the process to help them with their time as well. (laughs) No, for sure. And, you know, having that list, let's just say someone recently booked, you know, I'm like, hey, check out our top photographers, Mm -hmm. videographers, you know, and we've already narrowed that down for them. So I'm right. like, of these, pick your top three, mm-hmm. you know, and that kind of helps the process streamline between right. us. But then, you know, we always get those other few, they go on their own and start looking <laughs> up all these other people, <laughs> which is fine, right? you know, but it definitely already narrows it down. Mm-hmm. It's like when you get into like paint swatches, right. like yeah. narrow it down to five or six for right. me and I'll pick from right. there. If exactly. I have to look at 400, uh, you're not right. going to get an answer. And it's very overwhelming for sure. Very <laughs> overwhelming, no, for sure. Um, and I'm sure you've ran in this still quite a bit. So have we, mm-hmm. a couple that use, wants to use someone outside of the list. Mm-hmm. Have you had, um, just previously at a recent wedding that we did, we had, um, they were a month of client and they 
had brought some. And, and month of means we don't pick the vendors. Right, yes. <laughs> we hope they pick from a vendor right. list, but. And they, they were actually um, a destination, so to say. They A lot of their family was traveling. They were originally from a different state. And they had brought um, a photographer from, you know, from somewhere else. She was amazing. It ended up being perfect. But it was different because, you know, when she flew in, she didn't, you know, know where the venue was. And we talked through all the logistics of it. She had never been on site. So, you know, she had met there before and, you know, walked the grounds that day. You know, it was like, oh, let's do this here, you know, first look over here. So it worked out. But it also was difficult just because, not necessarily, I guess, difficult, but that, you know, it puts more added things for you right, to make sure because right. they've never been there. So they want you to walk them right, through right. like, oh, you know, what about this spot? Or can we go over here? Right, you know, yes, so it does make more legwork for us, you know, especially like for a DJ or a mm-hmm. band. And, you know, I really think if they've never been there, they should plan to arrive the day before. Right, yes, do absolutely. a walk through, make sure they know where everything mm-hmm. is because pulling us away day of, you know, as we're focused Doing, on other yes, things, you know, other things, yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that's probably one drawback when yes. they don't pick mm-hmm. somebody. Now, I love working with new people, don't get me wrong, but just a little bit more legwork. Mm-hmm. And it also, like, end. goes kind of back to that trust thing, too, because, you know, our vendors that we work with, or even venues we work with so frequently that we, you know, can feel like we can trust them, that their work will, you know, we can say, well, we know how their work is. You know, we've worked with them before. When they pick their own you know, venue or vendors that we're not necessarily familiar with, it right. can be a little difficult <laughs> because right, you just don't yeah. know what quality you're going to get necessarily. No, for sure. And you don't know, like, how they work, you know, those things. No, right. For sure. Um, let's see. Is it only planners that have vendor lists? No. Yeah. I mean, I've noticed that um, different venues, just kind of like what we were saying, they have those preferred vendors and then their approved vendors. And, you know, just like in, we take pride, too, in trying to get on those other you know, because of the networking, you know, you get on their list and they get on yours and it creates that relationship where, hey, you know, I've got a, you know, a client that's already booked me for their DJ, for instance, and they're looking for a planner. Oh, perfect. You know, so exactly. it creates that bond and almost friendship in a way, but, you know, that networking and it really grows your relationship with everyone. Right. Um, and I've noticed, obviously, venues, they have a lot of theirs. Mm-hmm. I don't know about your venues, but our venues here, I mean, some of those I'll get their vendor list from the venue. And I swear they haven't updated in, like, 10 years. Yes. <laughs> I, like, looked at one their day. I'm like, not in business. Right. Oh, my God. Heck no. Yeah. Like, update Hate this. It. And then I literally, I was like, I'll be happy to send you hours that over. Right. Because sometimes, I mean, the clients are booking the venue before they even. Right. Because they don't know where they're getting married. Right. Maybe right. they're getting married in Chicago or Florida. They find the venue. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they're like, oh, shoot, I need help. help. Right. Um. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, some of those. And things. that's how here recently just, um. Some of my clients, just when booking with me, they've already found their venue. And then just here recently, we did a venue walkthrough with a client. And, you know, the lady was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I would love for you. Because now that you've been here, you see the grounds, you know where the tent's going to go. Like you said, the sprinklers, those mm-hmm. kind of things. And it creates that relationship where she's like, you know, we're booking, you know, three weddings a weekend now. And where before, you know, six months to a year ago, they didn't have the capacity to do that. So, right. you know, yeah. it grows all those things. No, for sure. Um, I'm sure you have a lot of stories with this one, and so do I, um, about hiring friends on your wedding day. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Tell me one. Um, I think a recent wedding, or not necessarily recent, a previous wedding that I worked with here in Myrtle, um, it was actually a debidu. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Um, it was a month of client, like you said, and we did not pick the vendors, and I was at this time just, you know. I was the working on the weekends type mm-hmm. thing. And um, it was a 
friend of a friend that was the DJ. And I feel like we're talking about DJs a lot, but this specifically. And they show up and, you know, as us vendors, we like to wear, you know, black on black just so you could establish us and see where we are, those kind of things. professionals. Yes, right. Yes, professional. And um, this specific DJ was, had crazy clothes on. There was a whole group of them. And then they had specifically wanted a fog machine for their first dance, which is beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but... I don't think they had tried the fog machine before they started. So yeah, I don't think they were good imagine. outside no. either. No. I, I mean, like, I know that from experience. Not from doing it, but just from watching. watching. Yes. So it was like multiple things. It was hot things. as heck that day. Yes. And they had played the wrong first dance song. So as you can imagine, even though we had provided them the timeline, you know, went over all the details that day. It was like, you know, it was multiple things that in a lot of their vendors that day, specifically vendors, were a lot of family friends and you know, and then I think at the end of it, I think I remember you saying, you know, they reached out and was like, you know, this we wish we would have changed or we wish we would have went with someone else that was not necessarily even the more. the day the wedding cake melted? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They blame that on us. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Because it was 94 degrees that day and Literally. it was our fault. Yep. After it had uh, been sitting in the fridge up until right before we took it out. Yeah, too. and I you, mean, you guys, I mean, took one step ahead and the client didn't understand. Right. That you could have put it out there when they, the cake person delivered <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. It could At, have been, you know, 2 o'clock or whatever. It could have been really, really pretty. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, yes, we've all had the weddings with friends. Um, this one this one, definitely takes the cake for sure. So it was a beach wedding. It was at a beach house. Okay. And um, the family was doing all the cooking. Oh, Lord. So as you can imagine, I've already explained to them, like, who's going to serve these right, people? Who's right. going to clean the plates? Guess who ended up serving and scraping and cleaning all the plates? S&B. We did. <laughs> we do it all. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy when friends get involved. That, and or, or the most part is when they're a vendor and then they just join the party, party. and they forget <laughs> yeah, what they were having right. to be there for. Yes, I had a previous wedding that, thinking of that same thing, that they had not through, thought through the logistics. And it was a small person wedding, but... You know, at the end of the day, they were, you know, they had had quite a few drinks and it was like, oh, we'll just clean it up tomorrow as there's, you know, cake smashed on the table. I mean, all these different things. And, you know, it's tough for us because it's hard to just walk away from a mess, especially when we've worked with a venue before, you know, and you don't want, you know, it's it's very tough. because yes, we don't want to leave the venue. Oh, God wouldn't hire them. They <laughs> left it in a mess. <laughs> right. So that was like specifically we stayed like an hour and a half later that night than what we were originally supposed to be there. Just because, you know, you don't want to, like you said, you don't want to burn that bridge with that venue. And, you know, taking that extra step meant a lot for us, even though it was the work of it. But, you know, right. it, we stood out to the venue. Did you send her a convenience fee yes. for that? Oh, yes. <laughs> the extra hours and convenience. That's my, yeah. new, that's my new word, convenience fee. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're putting in our contract. It's not a charge or overtime. It's a convenience <laughs> fee. Right. It was convenient. Yeah. That you were Definitely there. convenient and, for and them. You, and you knew how to clean. <laughs> yeah. We didn't get yeah. home until I think like after midnight that night. Yeah. So I've had obviously several friends, you know, be mm-hmm. vendors. Um, there was this one friend. She was going to make a cannoli cake. Oh. And she's like, I know how to make it. I'll do it. It'll be great. Like when that thing showed up, I was like. Thing. <laughs> keyword. Thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, no, 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 not not good, not good. So we ended up having to go to a local bakery and just buy cannolis. I couldn't let the bride see it. Yeah. It was bad. It was so bad. (laughs) 
no. Um, from the planner side, how important are these vendor relationships with people you trust to be a good fit for the client? Um, we, I think going into that, it would be, you know, I like to stay in touch with my, you know, different vendors, whether it's someone that, you know, I might not have talked to for a while, but I've just not, like, for instance, you know, the Chick-fil-A truck, you know, something like that, that they've reached out, but I don't necessarily have a client for it now, but keep that connection because you never know when that will be. And, you know, they're, if you respond Sooner to them. Sooner than later, and, I'm yes, sure. It, oh, yes. And if you respond to them. Do they bring it them, on Sundays? <laughs> right. I thought about thought that. that. Yeah. I, in it. I was like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, you know, just different things like that, that, you know, lead to, and if you stay in touch with them, you learn like different trend, different, not necessarily trends, but different things that they do that they might not have done six months ago, or, you know, a different color scheme that's, you know, or for instance, a florist that, you know, this flower, you know, is up and coming. And she's like, you know, well, we can add it into this that, you know, would grow, you know, just different things like that. And I think staying in touch with them is definitely really important, but also going to those, you know, different networking events and seeing them out and mm-hmm. them introducing you to different people that, you know, for instance, if you have an introvert that's like, oh, I'll go to this networking event and, then, you know, they end up coming and you're like, oh my gosh, I can finally connect you with, you know, Ashley from SMB events, you know, Nashville, right. you know, different things like that. It grows. And it, I think my, me personally, I think it's very important to stay in contact with all this vendors and venues. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and when people think of things like there was not, not too long ago, a photographer here locally, she thought of me because she was like, I really need to throw a last-minute birthday party for my little boy. Can yeah. you help me? Yeah. You know, and that's that's what you want that thought to be of that vendor or venue. When mm-hmm. they think of throwing an event or a party or a wedding, they're thinking of you first. So. Right. And that's um, what just um, from previous experience, some of the, you know, different vendors that I've met with early on, you know, they're still referring me. And, you know, it goes a long way because, you know, it's it's one of those things where if they continue to refer you and you refer them, you know, the relationship's only going to grow and eventually, you know, someday, yeah. you know, it's hard to tell what you could get into together. No, for sure. Um, all right, this is probably one of my favorite ones. When a client wants a vendor that you know will not deliver the quality that you expect as a client. It's definitely a tough um, one. <laughs> this happens so many times. And I think I end up booking a lot of, couples and clients because I'm real with them yeah like oh well I actually talked to this other planner she said they were great and I was like well you know so I'll give an example so there is a client I just booked and she booked an older venue that Mm -hmm. has probably that list that's 10 years old yes (laughs) and just from talking to her on the phone the mom I knew that this wasn't just going to be a a little sweet and short wedding and 20 people right it was going to be over the top and one of the first things she said to me, she was like, what do you think about this photographer? And she said the name. And then she said, what do you think about this person for hair? And I said, the lady's name, I'll just name her Betty. Yep. I said, Betty, you're not going to be happy. Yeah. She was like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, well, that hairdresser, have you looked at their Instagram or their website? I said, those look like prom hairstyles. <laughs> and from what you showed me of your daughter, she looks like, you know, a little Taylor Swift going on, so I don't think it's going to be the right vibe. Yeah. And the photographer, OMG, (laughs) no personality, no, no, none of that. And I could just tell they were full of light and personality Mm -hmm. and everything, and I was like, and I explained, I said, day of, I said, you got to have a photographer that's fun, that can interact and and move people and things like that. She was like, thank you so much for telling me this. Like, I mean, of course, a photographer, you can look at their best six photos on their homepage and think, wow. But I always tell, I said, well, ask for a full gallery. Right. So I didn't, I didn't like say, absolutely not. You don't hire these people. 
And so she requested for a full gallery, and she was like, thank you so much. Aww. And then she's yeah. like, how do we hire you? All right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes being real, but not like, like I wouldn't say to somebody, oh, he's terrible, don't hire yeah. You know what not I mean? Not too harsh, but just honest. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, honest yeah. And, and just making sure, and I always say, I just want to make sure I'm putting you, you know, in the right direction of what's a good fit for right, you. Right, right. Um, so have you had any things come about with vendors or venues or There's definitely people? been one specific case that um, warned, necessi- kind of warned, that tried to tell the client up front, like, hey, you know, this venue, you know, their their communication's not great, their, their food's not the best, you know, Obviously, those things are really important when you're trying to plan a wedding. And just also some other things, yeah. Also some other things like, you know, the bar, for instance, didn't have enough staffing. And just a multiple list of things. And they went on and I think ended up booking the venue. And then, you know, that led to other issues that came about. And just specifically with the communication thing, you know, that when they're not answering, when we need, you know, an answer back, like, hey, you know, this is their menu and, you know we're not getting anything back. It, it leads to stress upon, you know, the client because it's like, hey, you know, I booked them, but I'm not getting in touch. You know, they're not answering me. They're not getting back with me. And it's like, right. I want to say, kind of told you so, but you yeah, know. exactly. Told you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's a big thing with venues. Like a lot of these venues, you have to use them for food and bar. Mm-hmm. So you definitely need to go on recommendation experience from people um, because there's a lot of venues that don't really have it put together yeah. for the for the food and the bar side. And the and the venue might be beautiful and perfect, but you know, if their food is terrible and the communication and the bar and, you know, all those different things, that's what your guests are gonna remember. They're not gonna necessarily remember the big beautiful venue and, you know, whatever the case may be. But those specific things like the food that they ate, that's one thing that I like to tell my clients is splurge on, you know, the food and the alcohol. Right. <laughs> it's what yeah. people remember. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or not um, remember one. I don't know. Remember. Yeah. Um, this actually just made me think of a really good one. Talking about try to portray them to not use a certain mm-hmm. um, vendor or venue. And she was a month of. This okay. probably been at least four years ago. Um, and I have to tell you what happened at the end, too. Okay. So it's a good one. So she uses this local florist here, okay. which... I wouldn't even order everyday florals from. <laughs> Let's be real. So we talk to mm-hmm. this vendor, I think like one or two times. They tell me the time they're arriving. Mm-hmm. The ceremony was at four. It was in November. And they were supposed to be there at one thirty. Okay. So it became one thirty, and they were not there. Oh, my gosh. So I didn't hire these people. Yeah. I'm not responsible. But at, at that point, I had to go. I went to dad. Mm-hmm. Dad was cool. I knew dad would make sure yep. everything would happen. I went to dad and said, listen, florist isn't here. No one's answering. We need bouquets. We need boutonnieres. Mm-hmm. We need all these things. And he said, okay, well, how much is it going to be? So I called another local florist. Yeah. Talking about that relationship and the trust. That's right, right. He's like, I can put a van together. It was about an hour away. And he's like, we can start making them in the van on the way there. Wow. It'll be $1,800. I was like, Let's do it. Yeah. So I go back to dad. Dad says, that sounds great. Hindsight, that's why we now have on our contract emergency day credit card right. for yeah. this reason. So I go to the bride and I explain to her, and she says, oh, my God, that is so wonderful. I'm so glad you were able to do all that. Blah, blah, blah. So they roll in at like 345. Okay. So we're like taking them out of oh the truck gosh. van. We're passing them out. We're penny boutonnieres. We're getting them down the aisle, mm-hmm. and then he's driving down to the reception that was a little further down. Yeah. 
to do the centerpieces. I was like, bring whatever you have. Yeah, Greenery, yeah, whatever, point, yeah. doesn't matter. Oh, here comes florist number one <laughs> pulling in at like 4.15. Oh, my gosh. Like, wedding's already started. Yeah. We don't, we don't need you. Yeah. Goes on. And so I go to dad. I can't remember exactly. And dad was like, I'll get your credit card here in a few. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I do need to get the yeah, money. Right, you know? right. And at that point, I wanted a credit card. I didn't really want a check or cash, whatever, yeah. something. And so make a long story short, wedding goes off without a hitch. I send florist number one back home. We don't need him. We're, yeah, we already, too late. <laughs> you're done. Um, and he wasn't even prepped. I remember videoing him. He was trying to, like, wrap the bouquets still oh together. Oh, my gosh. When he got there, and I was like, okay. Compared to the second one that did it in the van on yeah, the way there. Yeah, on the way there. <laughs> Going the extra so, mile. So, <laughs> um, everything happens, and so it comes the Monday or Tuesday after. Mm-hmm. And so, somehow we ended up with all their stuff back at the office. And I was like, you know, when you come pick up your stuff, we'll just settle up for the flowers. Yeah. They called, and they said, like, we're on the way, but we're not paying for the flowers. Our florist <gasps> showed up. I was like, this is a joke, right? <laughs> this is a big joke. You, you're not paying me? Yeah, we're not paying because our florist showed up. I said, oh, that's how that works? Okay. So it just comes out of your pocket. So I didn't even let them come in the office. I put everything outside of the office, outside, oh my. and did not let them come in. Um, I've seen her several times since then. Mm-hmm. One time I paid for her nails. One time I paid for her dinner. So anytime I see her, I just do something so kind yeah, to yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. I had a similar one now that you're talking about that. Bitch. that the <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just, it blows my mind how people think that just, it happens like that. Like, it just. So I had to pay like, $1,800. Yeah, yeah, just out of your, yeah. That was the month of package, <laughs> right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And one that I had, just real quick, we. Um, the cake was late. Like they, we had talked with them. They're going to arrive, you know, similar situation. I think like an hour before ceremony. Well, the way the venue was set up where the reception was, you could see the ceremony. It was like through windows. So you had to, that's why we specifically told them the time to arrive, you know, because, so you can't see through the glass when they're trying to deliver this cake. Well, it was some special cake. It was, I don't even remember what it was at the time, but, um, they, like, three hours go by, their emergency number on their phone that we continue to call, their cell phone number that they provided us, nothing was even, like, working. Like, at one point, I think we got a, we're out of the office, see you on Monday. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. So, oh, wow. we, I had an assistant, like, ready to go to, like, a Publix to, like, get a cake. Like, it wasn't the specific cake, but, like, something that, you know, because they were during ceremony, and we were, they were in cocktail hour, like, we've got to do something, you know, like, we got to act quick, because they're going to be in here in no time. So we had the assistant literally run into the car to go and grab just whatever cake. Like, we were all calling different floors. Like, do you have anything just solid white? Like, not happy birthday, just something, you know, something. And um, here they come rolling in like nothing was wrong. And I was like, we've called your emergency number. And she's like, oh, that number's not in service anymore. I was like, oh, okay. Kind of back what you said when you update your stuff. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It just, and they showed up and, you know, but that ended up leading to like the maid of honor upset because like it was some special wedding cake. I don't even remember what it was, but. It's just, like, little things like that that nobody even sees behind the scenes that we do. No, nope, and that's <laughs> why you should hire the people that yes. we recommend. Right. <laughs> we know we're going to show them do a good job. Good job, right. Um, oh, this is definitely a good one. Advice to vendors if they wanted to be on, on our or another company's list, and how should they do that? So, and I'm sure you've had people reach out to mm-hmm. you well, as I've well. I've had um, quite a few here lately. And what I like to Chick-fil-A. do is. Yes, right. We'll yeah, put Chick-fil-A. them on there. Yes, for sure. Check that <laughs> one. Um, what I like to do is kind of do my own little research after they reach out. And, 
you know, just see if it's something, um, you know, that our clients, one, would be interested in, or two, is the type quality that we like and like to refer to our clients. And, you know, just get, I like to schedule a meeting with um, different vendors and venues. And, like, specifically here recently, I had a venue reach out. Well, it's over three hours away, which I would love to go to a tour, but, you know, by the time I go there and do the, you know, hour walkthrough and then home, that's my day. You know, it's right, like yeah. one of those things. And, and it's a beautiful place. And, you know, eventually I'll probably will when, you know, there's not as busy season. But um, just specifically things like that. But also, like, back to kind of staying connected with them and, you know, that just growing those relationships, but also keeping their information on file because you never know when a situation is going to come up where it's like, I have that person. Right, I can connect yeah. this bride Absolutely. with or client with, you know, that mm-hmm. specific person. Just like, for instance, you know, someone I saw just here this last couple of days is looking specifically for a old, I don't even remember what year, Bronco to as their exit car. Well, you know, I was like, oh, do I know? But the people I know don't have the Bronco. So it was like, you know, but just sharing and sending to different people, you never know. They might end up finding someone through yeah. different people. No, oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and also when vendors, you know, reach out to us, they want to be on our list. Mm-hmm. Um, we recently just had one and I was like, I really have to work with you. And he's like, well, how am I going to be able to work with you? You know, if you don't right, recommend yeah. me. And I was like, there was something that came about it was last minute. And I was like, this is a perfect opportunity. Yeah. And it was like within two weeks of the wedding. And I was like, this will be a good, you know, cause I didn't know his quality of work. Right, We're right. talking lighting things. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure. He knew what he was lighting and right. doing, you know. So the client had bought lights, and it was kind of a, a Pinterest right, right. thing. And uh, it wasn't a Pinterest fail. He did an amazing job. Oh. It, was a, it was a lot of work for him. Yeah. But it proved to me that, you know, he was able to take what they had, use it, and execute it. You right, know what right. I mean? And that's t- um, tough, too, because, like you said, you don't want to necessarily re- – even though you might have a, you know – you might have done your research and, you know, did a meeting with them or met them for coffee or something. You don't know how they're actually going to act on wedding day. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, the stress sometimes that different vendors or venues, you know, it's that's enough in itself. Like, oh, I don't know if we'll work together again. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Um, you know, and there's a lot of people that can interview and do mm-hmm. well. And then you see them yeah. executing in an action. You're like, oh, boy. Or you talk to one person, you know, the for instance, the manager, well, the manager's not even there on the day of the wedding, you know, and it's, they send, you know, so-and-so that's the venue coordinator or whatever, and it's like, oh, well, Sometimes not. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. That happened with a band recently, mm-hmm. and I swear he didn't communicate one thing right. to the band leader, yep. who's actually announcing, and I'm like, I'm like, as a business person, been, it would have been so easy to have that phone call with him on there. Right, right, yeah. Just to listen. Listen, Even yeah. if you're asking the question and going through everything, at least Just he, listen, yeah. he heard it. Right. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, I agree on that. Um, all right, well, this is probably the biggest thing for vendors and venues, making connections in the industry. Um, what are some ways to get involved? This has been a huge thing for me um, in the last year, being in Nashville specifically, Um a lot of networking events. I mean, I've been to Hills and Handshakes, WIPA. Both of those are amazing for anybody that's listening yeah, that's in their those, area. Yeah. You know, they're great. And um, a member of WIPA and just different little, they have different, they have quarterly meetings that is amazing, that's great to go to. And But they also have little, um, like, seminars almost, like once a month. You have different things, whether it pertains to you or not, you know, just listening in and the interactions because, you know, it, it – it brain you brainstorm you know oh we could use that here that might be good you know for this specific case and just other things is like even the bridal show you know I've 
I've done now two of those and they have been amazing meeting different clients, getting our name out there, but also meeting the different vendors and venues. I mean, it's huge, you know, because it's one of those things where it's such every season's different for different areas, but during busy season, you know, at least they're all in one place, you know, you take that extra hour before or after, you know, to connect with people, pass out your business cards and then follow up with them. And then, you know, just specifically here recently, I've done that with a um, florist and I've recommended her to multiple people here lately. And, you know, she, she's like, this has just been amazing. Even though I've, I knew of her and we've connected, but just to meet in person, shake her hand and, you know, right. oh my gosh, you know, I remember you from this, you know, and make those connections and, you know, grow from there. And some other ones would just be, you know, meeting vendors for coffee or, you know, doing a venue walkthrough or, you know, mm-hmm. vendor venue meeting and just different things like that, that I've found that just grow in those relationships and back goes back to what we were saying, the communication and checking in with them. And, you know, it, it all leads to hopefully working together someday or you referring them or them referring you. No, absolutely. And I thought about this the other day for like, I mean, you're a year in now, but mm-hmm. newer um, cities that come on, mm-hmm. like when they finally work their first wedding, like taking a little something for each of the vendors. Yes, yes. Like a cute little bag with some fun little, and fun I little did, things just I did so they that. remember you. Right, you yeah, know? I did that. Um, I made, can't remember what it was specifically, that I, I, I did like a cute little thank you card, and then it might have been a koozie or something, and just like so they remember it, and I had the photographer just here late, lately. She's like, you're going to have to meet me with another one of those koozies. I've used it so much. It's coming oh. apart. <laughs> so just yeah, little things. Little you know. things to do that. Um, obviously, bridal expos yes, are big, huge, too. I yep. know you've done quite a few mm-hmm. in, in Nashville. Um, obviously, the connection to meet couples, but obviously to meet other vendors. Yes. And other ways to make connections in the industry is, you know, going to wedding expos, mm-hmm. bridal expos. I know you've done quite a few in Nashville as well. Yeah. Um, we just recently went to Las Vegas for the Wedding MBA, yes. which is, you know, a big, huge connection. Lots of vendors, venues, everybody's out there. Mm-hmm. So um, if you see any of those in your area, I know they have them in New York, D.C., all kinds mm-hmm. of places. Um, it's definitely a good way to. And even different ones other than, you know, weddings specifically. Like I know here recently I've been looking into different corporate events, you know, because, you know, if you meet the right person and you do one great event for them, you know, it leads to so many more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for listening to This Takes the Cake. It's been awesome to have Ashley, Ash from Nash. Ash from Nash, um, that's right. On the podcast today. Tell them how they can get a hold of you. You can contact me through my email, which is ashley.huff at studyingyourbrainevents.com or find me on the website, reach out to us on Instagram, lots of different ways. So many different ways. Yes. (laughs) Um, So listen to us every Thursday. Go follow us. And until next time. Bye, guys.